the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. In today's world, there is much confusion as to what defines family, and Satan is determined to keep it that way. The good news is that the children of God have victory because we know that the family, as designed by God, will not be destroyed. Fathers, as the Bible says, put on the whole armor of God. Stand firm, set the spiritual tone, and be the role model for your families to the glory of God, thereby establishing legacies for your future generations. Listen with Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander encourages us. Maybe they didn't tickle you. you know, I, ain't, I ain't ticklish. Ah, so hard. So cold. For heaven's sake, laugh. Laugh. They grow up fast. Laugh. Uh, Proverbs 17.22 says, A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries up the bone. Some of you killing you. What's so funny? You walk around, mean, eyes poked out, the wife mumbling and grumbling. And she, uh, uh, fathers, be determined not to bring hurt to your family. Be determined not to bring pain emotionally or physically to your family. You don't be the point of contention and tension. Uh, 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 if there's strife, you put it out. You be the peacemaker. If it's you, ask God to change you. Instead, bring joy to your family instead of pain. Instead of hurt, bring gladness. Instead of sadness, bring refreshment to your home. Dads, if you possess a judgmental spirit, you will find it difficult to relax if you have a judgmental spirit. And that goes for wives too, mothers too. You got to laugh again. You got to see, and it starts with the mom and dad. And you know why husbands and wives can't enjoy and laugh and laugh and enjoy each other because they, they don't focus on the good qualities about each other. They only keep in mind the bad qualities. They go back into 1983, you know, instead of, you know, they don't find anything good. They just focus on those things that said, uh, things that Nick think little Nick picky things. And they go back there, uh, yeah, and, and then Satan just keep feeding and you keep holding. And so you can't laugh. You see, you can't be critical or judgmental. Enjoy the good qualities. There are good qualities about your husband, about your wife. So you can laugh again. Focus on those good qualities in your spouse and children instead of focusing on their deficiencies. You will find deficiencies because you know your husband better than anybody apart from God. You know your wife better than anybody apart from God. 
We all got sin. We all got weaknesses. We all got shortcomings. My question is, why do you labor on them? Why do you take comfort in it? And why do you even keep bringing it up? What joy does it bring you? Your home should be a safe haven and a place of refuge in the midst of an evil and destructive world. If you don't relax, you're going to have heart attacks, strokes, high blood pressure. You're going to be edgy, mean, mad, and out of control. Number five, a godly father will be a spiritual covering for his wife and children. A godly father will be a spiritual covering for his wife and children. Ephesians 5.23 says, for the husband is the head of the wife even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. Now listen to me. Listen, this is what you don't hear on television. The husband is to be the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. You say, why? Because that's what the Bible says. And why? Because God knows what he's doing. You say, why? Because heavenly father knows best. You say, why? Because he created that divine order. You say, why? Because if that divine order is not right, you're going to tap your family. You better go with his prescribed order. It says, for husbands is the head of the wife. Now, it's in your Bible if you haven't torn that page out. Even even as Christ is head of the church, his body, and is himself his savior. The husband is to be the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. Now listen closely. God established divine order in the context of the family. And when that order is repositioned, it causes confusion. When that order is repositioned, it brings division. When it's repositioned, it brings strife and it breaks the unity of the spirit. The feminist agenda has no place in the family. Look at y'all. I said again, the feminist agenda has no place in the family. Now, you know why y'all struggling, not some of y'all? Because television and the media and this world system has programmed you. You've been in talk shows and you've been looking at all this junk on television and media. You haven't been in the book until when you hear truth, it doesn't even sound right. You've been so immersed in the culture until that truth I just said is up here. It ain't even gotten down here yet. You can't even swallow. You can't even swallow it. Don't swallow it. Like, you know what mama used to say? You better not spit that up. (laughs) You better not spit that up. Go on and swallow it. That's right. The feminist agenda has no place in the family. Wise, you must use your godly influence to help your husband be the spiritual leader in his family that God is calling him to be. Listen now, I'm not through talking. Wives, allow your husband to lay hands and pray over you and your children. Encourage your husband to read the scriptures to your family. Encourage your husband to give leadership in the area of finances, of the home, even if you bring in more 
money wives, let him lead. Now, some of y'all can't see me, amen, on these. Look how quiet it is. I guess I'm by myself. If I'm, if I'm preaching the truth, why don't y'all say amen? Well, I bring the money. You, you, look, look what you bring. No, no. Hey, husband, don't get all upset because she's bringing in more money than you. Say amen. Say, that's more coming into the pot for both of us. <laughs> Bring it on, baby. <laughs> Don't you be upset about that. It's, it's coming home. Let me see. Now, now listen, listen at this. The spouse that is better at doing finances, bills, and taxes should be the primary one assuming that role. Uh, listen though, allowing, don't just hear what you want to hear. Let me, let me go back. Let me, let me go back to some of y'all only, y'all, some of y'all got selective hearing. <laughs> the spouse that is better at doing finances, bills, and taxes should be the primary one assuming that role, allowing for invaluable input and assistance from the other spouse. If your spouse, your husband refuses to assume his priestly role in his family, then you wives must lovingly step in and carry on those responsibilities until the father gets saved or if he's already saved until he matures to the point that he can carry out his godly ordained priestly role. Let me give you another scripture. I'm coming from scripture. I'm not making this up. Y'all, I'm not making this up. Don't talk to me. Talk to God. I'm just telling you what he told me from his word. It's in your Bible if you read it. Let me give you another scripture so you can settle down. You need another dose. 1 Corinthians 11.3 says, but I want you to understand. Now, some of y'all got bad understanding when it comes to this. Because you strong will. But Paul says to the church of Corinth, but I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ. The head of a wife is her husband, and the head of Christ is God. Now, some of y'all didn't know that pastor was in there. Right, jot it down. Write it down. So when these folks start talking crazy to you, you can pull out the word and know what you're talking about. Number six. It is the responsibility of a godly father to be the provider in his family. Whether his wife works outside the home or not, you are the provider of your family. If your wife works, that's just extra. But listen, if she say, I'm staying home and taking care of the kids, it's still your responsibility as the husband and father to take care of those children. And your budget ought to be managed to the extent that you can, your salary can take care of the entirety of that house. You said, well, boy, we, we had too much debt. She got to work. Well, that's not God's fault you got mess. Okay, so your aim is, is to uh, adjust that, and it's going to take time. For fathers who have children, listen to this now. For fathers who have children outside the marriage and are paying child support, I know this can be challenging, but you must continue to support your children even if you are denied access to them. 
Okay? And I'm telling you, I'm preaching truth. Listen, I'm not through. Always trust the Lord to do the right thing for your children. Do not do evil for evil. And God will bless your faithfulness. She won't let me have access, so I ain't paying no more. You, you don't be crazy and go to jail. I'm gonna disappear. First, t- I got a scripture for you, evasive daddies. First Timothy chapter five verse eight says, "If anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for his immediate family, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever." That's the Bible. That's the Bible. That's scripture. You must pray before engaging with the mother of the child. There's some crazy, wacko mamas out there. Ooh. Not all of them now. No, I'm not all. There's some crazy men too. But there's some drama with these women. I don't know what's wrong with them. You... <laughs> You must pray before engaging. You better pray. You you better pray. You you must pray before engaging with the mother of the child. Then speak in wisdom, and if all possible, pursue peace. Now listen, man, refuse to manipulate or play games and make sure you follow due process of the court order. Okay? I don't need a court order. Okay, you pay and don't have no records. Okay, <laughs> okay, you gonna play catch up, and you gonna be broke for six months. You you better you better do right now. But she not bothering me, so I'm not gonna bother. Listen, all she got to do is turn and get mad. She go in on you. They don't see any records, no accounts, and they're gonna go way back there. And bring you and come all the way up to date, and you gonna pay till you're broke. <laughs> you, that is, you are always on safe grounds when you allow the Lord to fight your battles. Did you hear just what I said? You are always on safe grounds when you allow the Lord to, to fight your battles. You say, is there a scripture on that? It sure is. Exodus 14, 14. Make sure you write that down. That's my favorite. The Lord will fight for you and you will hold your peace. That's what that scripture says. Number seven. A godly father will make it priority to pass on his godly heritage not only to his children, but to his children's children for generations to come. This is done by teaching the scripture and sharing Christ with our children and grandchildren and living it out before them. Children should not have to look outside the home to find a role model. Daddy, you ought to be their role model. They look, at, look for some celebrity or some golfer or some talk show host or some politician. You at home. You are the role model. What a wonderful thing when a child can say, my daddy is my role model. Children should not have to look outside of the home to find a man 
a godly man who they can look up to. Deuteronomy 6 uh, verses 5 through 9 says, you shall love the Lord your God, daddy, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontless between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gate. In other words, the word of God ought to be everywhere. You know what? Sad is the home that don't have one cross on the wall. You don't have one scripture on the wall. You don't even have, for God so loved the world. You need to put on the wall, children obey your parents. Train them up in the way they should go. All those scriptures, go find those scriptures. Say, boy, don't you see that scripture up there? Keep pointing there. Read that scripture. Y'all don't even have a point of reference. It ought to be a, it ought to be a scripture all over your house. Some of y'all don't have a scripture. Folk don't know whose side you on. Walk in your house and it just looks uh, like no God. <laughs> Parents, the presence of God should permeate the atmosphere of your home should so permeate the atmosphere of your home that your children can't miss God in your house. Two more and I'm done. Fathers, teach your sons how to minister to their future wives in a Christ-like way by modeling it before them. Okay, this is a big one now. Hold your seatbelts. Fathers, teach your sons how to minister to their future wives in a Christ-like way by modeling it before them. Ephesians 5.25 says, Husband, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. Fathers, how do you model love for your wife before your children so your son can learn how to treat his future wife? So give me the prescription. I, I sure will. A, be a one woman's man. <laughs> Some of y'all say, will you please stop? I ain't stopping yet. (laughs) Be a one woman's man. Refuse to flirt. Refuse to send those love emails. Refuse to text saying, I love you, baby. Refuse to call the opposite sex and making these innuendos. Why do you get nervous when your wife grabs your cell phone? My wife can pick up my phone and she can go up and down. She can see the text. She's got, she can see whatever she wants to see. I, I don't care. I go on another room, go take me a shower, shave, whatever. And she can still be, I do not care. I do not care because I don't do that. I don't play that. And I keep it straight and I keep it professional. I'm not sneaking and peeking <laughs> like some of y'all doing. And okay, and just because you erased that stuff don't mean it's gone. Oh, I erased it. Oh, no. Is there? <laughs> B, be sensitive to the needs of your wife. You say, how do you be sensitive? Well, that's C, listen to her. That's how you be, listen to her. Well, she talk, be quiet. Now, now wives, let me tell you. Now, when he listen, when he listen to you, don't talk eternally. Okay, catch a breath so he can at least get a word in. 
And if he's going to listen, yeah, you say, but, but the pastor say, listen. That means you talking, and 20 minutes later, you still talking, and the poor man just listening. <laughs> he, the man, pastor said, listen to me. But I also said, take a breath. How do you minister your needs? Be patient with her. But you won't. I don't know. No. One word. One word. Be patient with her. E, spend quality time with her. Spend quality time with her. F, pray and share the scripture with her. Pray with her. Tell her you love her. Hold her hand. Hold that. You held her hand when you were dating. Now you've been married 15 years and you don't hold nothing. That's right. You don't open the car door for her. Wife, stand outside that door. She, she said, he said, why are you standing out there? Because he said, I'm waiting on you to open the door. <laughs> you know, uh-huh, you just wait. Somebody said, thank you, Pastor. <laughs> G, love her sacrificially. Sacrifice for. Sacrifice for. Go out of the way. Go the extra mile. H, love her unconditionally. I love you if. No, take the if off. You love her unconditionally. You love her at her best, at her worst, when she's feeling good, when she's feeling bad. Uh, you love her when she's right, when she's wrong. You, you, you don't stop loving her. You love her like Jesus loved us with a sacrificial love. And then you love her. Then encourage her to fulfill her dreams. That's how you say it. Man, you are sitting up there and you're getting all of this. You're getting education. You get the certification. You get disagree. You get that. You get this. You get all that. I, I, when did I start, well, what, honey, what you want to be? What degree do you want? What, what can I do to help you get where you want to be? When the last time you even asked that? And ladies, don't stop dreaming. I don't care if you're 50. Dream again. If you're retired, don't stop living. You're going to die. You're going to die. Oh, yeah, you're going to die. Get in a rocking chair. It's going to come on. God made us to be productive. God made us to make a difference. And you're to be active till God calls you from labor to reward. Don't refuse to get in that rocking chair and rock your years away. <laughs> Last but not the least, God requires fathers to rise up and fight for the sake of his family. God requires fathers to rise up and fight for the sake of his family. Ephesians 6, 10 through 11 says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full arm of God that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes, the strategies of the devil. Men and fathers, you will not win the battle for your families if you are not willing to fight for their precious souls. God requires that you do everything within your ability to protect your children's innocence. 
This means that you must guard what, they, what your children see with their eyes. You must guard, guard what they hear with their ears. Satan promotes his evil agenda through television, cartoons, video games, movies, cell phones, tablets, and even in school curriculum. Parental boundaries must be established to protect your children's innocence. In closing, fathers, is there any fight left in you? Is there any fight left in you for the sake of your family? If you fail to fight for your children, if you fail to fight for your grandchildren, you will lose the battle for their precious soul. And all God's children said, amen. Let's pray. And Father, we thank you for this message. I could have gone on, but this is enough. Thank you, Father, for this message. And those who came today did not come here by accident. You ordered their presence here because you meant purposefully for them to hear this word today that their family would reach their God-given potential, that salvation would come today, that revival would come today, that spiritual renewal would come today, that laughter would come today, that hope would come today, that depression and stress and tension would be lifted today, that those who are on the brink of divorce would put up the divorce papers today. And say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Oh God, I know Satan hates this message. But you love it. Because only the truth will set families free. Thank you, Lord. The Word of God tells us that there is no salvation in any other or anything except Jesus Christ, the only name under heaven by which we must be saved. We can and many do live victoriously through obedient faith in our Lord and Savior. In Him alone we are redeemed and forgiven. He is the way, the truth, and the life. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.